You're listening to the Law Careers Net podcast, a monthly podcast designed to give you everything you need to know about becoming a lawyer. Welcome to the Law Careers Net podcast, sponsored by the University of Law. This is your host, Bethany Wren. In today's episode, we are chatting to the president of the University of Nottingham Pro Bono Society, Anika Jardiv. Anika chats all things pro bono, including explaining what it is and why aspiring lawyers should get involved. She also runs through the various projects her society undertakes so that you can get an idea of the breadth of opportunities that are out there. Plus, we talk about time management and the damaging effects of toxic productivity. I hope you enjoy. So hi, Anika, thank you so much for coming on the Law Careers Net podcast. Would you like to introduce yourself? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, first of all. Uh, my name's Anaga Jadav. I'm a final year law student at the University of Nottingham and the president of the University of Nottingham Pro Bono Society. And you have just won the award for best pro bono activities at the 2021 Student Law Society Awards. So congratulations for that. Thank you so much. Uh, again, we really appreciate the recognition. I think winning it two years in a row has been so fantastic for our committee and uh, we really appreciate it I think given the year that every student law society has had in this country um it was it was really amazing so thank you and it definitely means you are well placed to talk to us today about pro bono so yeah really excited to have you on we're going to be chatting about pro bono what it means how students can get involved um what your society does especially uh, in this area so let's start off so for someone who doesn't really know anything about pro bono What is it? What does it mean? How do you define it? Absolutely. So I think starting with just what the word means, it's a Latin phrase and um, it literally translates to for the public good. So when you're talking about it from the legal point of view, it's basically just legal volunteering, working at legal clinics. It's free legal advice for people who can't afford it otherwise. I think something that a lot of law students will be familiar with is law firms having pro bono target hours. So what that means, essentially, all the lawyers at the firm have these certain target hours that they have to meet where they provide free legal advice to clients across the country wherever um so essentially legal volunteering but it's not just something that lawyers get involved with for example so students before they even become a lawyer can get involved in it so why should students and aspiring lawyers get involved in pro bono work then absolutely I think pro bono has been such a huge part of my university experience and has given me skills which I think all aspiring lawyers should try to hone when they're trying to uh, apply to places so The main thing with pro bono, I thought, was the amazing skills that you get. Apart from, of course, just giving back to your local community, the main thing you get is legal skills, which I think really basic. But things like drafting an advice letter, interviewing clients, these are things that you will do in your LPC and your SQE. So it's it's great to have that experience before you even get to that stage. Other than that, I think really important things like teamwork, communication, both oral and written, interpersonal skills, which I think a lot of people overlook, but it's so important to have that, have that set of skills where you have, you can interact with people in a really constructive and positive manner. I think that's so essential to every, not just legal career, but just any kind of career. So that's something that you can gain from pro bono. And then apart from that, I think leadership skills. While you're at university, I think undertaking pro bono projects, leading a team, these are things that you might not get elsewhere. So it's a great place to start honing your leadership skills as well. So for anyone who is perhaps struggling to get legal work experience, especially at at the moment, or kind of wondering what else they can do to boost their CV and boost their applications, you would recommend pro bono as a great opportunity to demonstrate all those key skills that law firms and legal employers are looking for. 
And practically, let, let's talk about the kind of projects and day-to-day -day stuff that you do when, when you're, A, when you're running your society, but also that the, the students of your society and students that are involved, how, what pro bono projects do you run? How do they work? Uh, what sort of things do you do? So at our specific, this is the Pro Bono Society at Nottingham, what we do is we've got uh, nine projects. Uh, recently, we've also introduced our legal clinic. So I think the first, the first thing I'd like to talk about is that, of course, we have our legal clinic. We have clients come in. Right now, we're working with Evershed Sutherland as sort of our, the lawyers and the legal aspect of it who really advise us on all the um, advice that we give to the clients. So essentially, a legal clinic is you'll have a client, they'll come in, let's say they have an employment matter. They will ask you to advise with them, uh, advise them on that. So firstly, you'll interview the client. Then you will talk to actual lawyers and, you know, get their advice on what you can do. Then you draft a letter of advice and that's the end of it. But through that process, the amount of, sort of legal knowledge you get is brilliant. Other than that, what we also do is work with the Centre of Criminal Appeals in the UK. So we get to work on real uh, criminal appeal cases so that we work with Appeal, which is a huge organisation here in the UK. And um, what they do is assign us casework and we get to sort of drop timelines, you know, go through sort of witness statements, things like that. So that's another opportunity that we provide. Uh, recently, actually, after we won the award, we've also set up a new project with Amnesty International. Um, so we're offering debt penalty casework as well. So we're also giving that perspective from the American legal system. Um, so if you know, students anywhere in the country can get that opportunity and they, they can volunteer for these organisations and I highly recommend it. But that's sort of the very pro bono crux of what we do at our society. What is the most interesting piece of work you've ever done while, while volunteering and doing pro bono? And on the flip side, what's the most challenging thing you've ever done? I think I was co-head last year uh, at the Society of a project called Outlaw, and that is mostly outreach work that we do with sort of aspiring law students who want to get into higher education and, um, you know, pursue a legal career, which is, I think, much harder for the areas that we work in where um, access to higher education is just not as easy, let's say, in other parts of the country. So I think the most challenging part of that is trying to engage with students and trying to, you know, encourage them and trying to tell them how important it can be to, you know, get that first stepping stone and get into university, how, how fruitful it could be there for their careers. So I think because a lot of people would agree with me working with sort of teenagers it's much harder than sort of younger kids or even older people so that would be the most challenging um I think the most amazing experience I've had is running the society and part of that of course you get to dip into every project of the society so seeing sort of casework and seeing one of our projects um go into you know talking to prisoners and inmates about their future options once they've you know got out of the system um so that was really amazing but I unfortunately didn't get the experience to actually work at a legal advice clinic because we only started this year and I was already precedent. But I think in my future years, as I progress through my legal career, that's something that I highly recommend everyone should do. And I'd really like to get involved with more as well. It sounds like there's a kind of a broad range of different projects and different things that people can kind of get involved with. So not everybody has to do everything. You don't have to try and change everything, but you can kind of find what's interesting to you and, and what, what is available and, and volunteer and, and do pro bono on that. Is, is that. is that how it works in your society? Absolutely, yes. We've got... Uh, projects that range from education, penal reform, and then of course community-based, and community-based is more sort of the casework. So definitely, I think I encourage sort of promoting societies across the country to offer sort of these varied range of opportunities, because that's when students really get to pick and choose what they're interested in and develop their skills in, in really varied ways. 
You spoke about earlier how there are some great skills that you've picked up from doing pro bono. So perhaps you could also speak about how you talk about these in applications and how you kind of are going to transfer these across to your future career and pursuing that. Definitely. I think it's so important to have those transferable skills. I think mainly, let's say, teamwork. Um, Obviously, just follow the star pattern. But what I do is always talk about, I was co-head last year, so anyone who has literally any experience in pro bono where they're working in teams and that's usually the case talk about what you learned from it um, talk about how you reached a common goal and then of course related to how you would apply that in a legal setting I think so many firms these days um, have such a huge emphasis on teamwork so pro bono is such a fantastic way to get that skill so what I'd say is obviously situation would be you trying to reach a common goal. And then secondly, uh, talk about how you worked with others, how you made sure that you divided tasks, how you you made sure you sort of came together as a team and made sure that everyone was doing a task that was best suited to their skills, let's say. And then obviously the result. So let's say, you know, you reach these target hours, you eventually delivered the event, you eventually... um, got that letter of advice for your client Uh, and then applying to that legal setting I think is really easy because teamwork is so important in that sense you could also say that for communication so for instance if you have a situation where um, it has been really hard to get in touch with a charity let's say that you're working with in pro bono it's been really hard to get in touch with an organization you can really relate that experience to how you made sure you got in touch with them how you made sure you you delivered your goal regardless of the difficulties that you're facing that again is so important in a sort of legal environment where where things are tough and you overcoming that challenge and showing that that you can I think would be a fantastic opportunity to do that there is so much stuff you can mine from um, group projects and pro bono work. So yeah. if you are making the most of it on your applications, do make sure you do, because I'm sure yeah. more firms would be really looking for that. And now a short message from our podcast sponsor, the University of Law. The University of Law offers a range of postgraduate legal training and master's degrees designed by qualified experts to help students advance at any stage of their career. Their courses are employment-focused, honing key skills in a teaching environment based on real legal practice. Part-time and online study options are also available on many courses to help students work and study at the same time. Find out more about studying at the University of Law with the link in the podcast description. What's the number one thing you've learned from doing pro bono or, and or running this society? Most important thing I've learned in the past three years is how to manage a team. Our committee is about 20 more than that. And being able to find what each person is good at, being able to identify that and then, you know, giving them those responsibilities, making sure that everyone's working in a really constructive and and in a good environment really has been like the biggest, most rewarding experience I've had in the past three years. I'm someone who really likes working with people. So again, if someone is out there who who really enjoys interacting with people, is good at that, wants to hone those skills, I highly recommend being able to sort of lead a society or being part of one because it's, again, been such a rewarding experience to, you know, reach a goal, let's say win the suit, the LCN award this year and making your team reach that goal has been an incredible experience. And that's something I've learned uh, through the three years and it's been a trial and error process, but going through that has been um, really invaluable. I'm sure there's an element of time management in it as well. You know, you're probably a very, very busy person with your studies and kind of your future career research and progressing along that, plus running a society and doing pro bono. So I guess, how would you recommend students to fit all of this into your schedule? Do you sleep? 
if so <laughs> how much and when but you know how can students balance everything because it is a lot to think about especially at an early career stage as well I think a, a huge problem I faced at the beginning was sort of this idea of toxic productivity where law students have this idea that you're not supposed to sleep you're supposed to work 24 hours a day you should make you know, make sure you apply to every firm, make sure you apply to every mini pupillage, make sure you're getting all of those applications in, but also make sure you're getting a first class degree. And I think that is so damaging and so stressful for a first year, let's say, who's been thrown into this university environment and then specifically law, it, it is really tough. So what I've learned is that you have to manage your time according to your own priorities. So the first thing I would tell anyone who asks me how to manage their time is chart out your priorities. So for me, for instance, my priorities are, of course, my studies, but also my committee. And then I would say my applications. What I believe is if you don't have your grades, if, you, if you're not focusing on your academics at the end of the day, those applications just aren't going to go as ahead as, you know, let's say someone else with a really high 2-1 or first class. So what I'd say is what I do every single day is wake up, then get your diary out, make sure you've sort of realize what the important tasks of the day are put them in your head and say okay this is what I'm going to do today and then you go on to your next priorities so managing your time well is essential for any any degree at university and when you're also doing committee and then applications make sure that you're planning your day out make sure you're planning your week out and then prioritize your tasks at the same time don't burn out don't give yourself too much to do because if you're going to burn out you're not going to get anything done so that's what's important at the end of the day I think volunteering and pro bono especially is supposed to be this rewarding activity and of course there is an, an element of you're doing it to look good on application I'm sure there are people who think like that but you are actually you're doing good you're doing good for society and for your community so you know you want to be able to have the right headspace and, and time to do that so I think that's probably good advice prioritize what's important to you don't sign up for every everything every pro bono project also please don't apply for every law firm if you've listened to this Absolutely. podcast yeah. we tell you not to do that so I think you're right it's prioritizing it's prioritizing and managing uh, your time according to that so I think that's good advice what would be your advice to students who aren't sure about getting involved in pro bono work speaking from personal experience as a first year student who just moved to the UK for the first time, you know, didn't really know much about the country, didn't really know much about Nottingham where I study. It was such a fantastic way for me to get to know my local community, but also make friends and just get to know people at the university and, you know, have that social experience. Other than that, if you are someone who's an aspiring lawyer, the skills that you gain from it are invaluable. They are opportunities that you might not get elsewhere. For instance, the legal skills. As law students, we know how hard it is to get legal experience and to get legal internships. So doing pro bono work is a fantastic way to show your passion for the legal field and the legal profession to any employer that you're um, aspiring to work for. So that's why I'd recommend anyone who's unsure to get involved as soon as possible. Where can students find out about pro bono opportunities? I think your first point of call would be your student law society or the pro bono society that you have at university. I think there's some fantastic pro bono societies across the country and I hope that you have the opportunity to uh, start your research there, find out what opportunities there are. If that's not available to you, I think firstly look for a citizen's advice bureau in your local community. That's a fantastic way to get some legal experience. Essentially what you'd be doing is uh, providing legal advice over the phone or in person. It's a great way to learn more about the UK legal system through that way. Other than that, there is also support through court, which essentially um, hires volunteers to um, support, provide emotional support 
to people going through the court system who might be particularly vulnerable. So again, that's a fantastic opportunity, not just to sort of develop your interpersonal skills, but also learn more about the UK court system. Thirdly, I'd say a fantastic organisation is LawWorks, which has a great range of resources on their website about pro bono opportunities across the country. So wherever you are, there will be something for you to do in that field. Other than that, I know lawcareers.net also has its own set of fantastic resources that I highly recommend that you should check out and look for and see if there's something that interests you and you can take that up. Lastly, I'd say is if you don't have a pro bono society at your university or a law society which deals with pro bono, please set one up. I think it's, I don't know anyone who has said that, oh, it wasn't that good or it wasn't helpful for me. I think I know everyone who's like, such a great way to add to my CV. So if you really want to get back to your student community at your university, as well as your local community, I highly recommend setting one up. And if you have any questions, I'm always happy to answer them. What's next for your pro bono society? You are stepping down as president, handing over to the new president shortly, I'm sure. What's next for your society? And what's next for you, actually, as well? So what's next for our society, first of all? So yes, we've just started a new project, which is with Amnesty International, offering casework starting for the next academic year. So that's the big thing uh, that we're really focusing on. And also our legal clinic finished its pilot scheme. So now we're going to go to sort of go, you know, all full steam ahead and start in September and get more clients, get more volunteers and get everyone involved. So that would be the big sort of next milestone for our society. But yes, it is a bit hard to sort of let go of the reins and pass it all. I'll be, it's sort of become my baby over the past three years. Um, so I'd be a bit upset about that, but I'm very happy with where the society is going to go ahead. In terms of me, so I uh, obviously have been sort of thinking about legal careers and thinking about uh, what to do with that. But I'm also thinking about consultancy. I'm also thinking about sort of branching out and seeing if there is anything else that I would be interested in as well. And that's when I'm taking a gap year uh, to work and to really discover my passion um, in terms of what I want to do, let's say for the next 20 years, because I want to make sure that I've made the right decision and sticking to something that, um, you know, I'll be happy with 20 years down the line. So that's next for me. Thank you to Anaga for sharing her passion for pro bono work. We didn't mention it during the recording, but there are many opportunities out there for students to get involved with pro bono work virtually. And as things start to open up again, don't forget to head to your university and law society for more information and advice about what you can be doing in person. As ever, we welcome your feedback and ideas on what topics we should be covering in the future. Drop us an email or a message on social media. And don't forget to rate and subscribe to the podcast too. We'll see you next time.